Yeah. Because I figure, you know, we're spicy dudes. We yeah. like we like a little spice. My name is Darian. I have returned for another week. Yeah. My main man buddy is in the house. Hey, what's up, man? He was trying to jump in front of me there. Did you see that? <laughs> I saw it. Saw oh. it with my own eyes, buddy. Oh, yeah? You came in with a yeah, and I wasn't <laughs> done. I was going to tell him, <laughs> but you were coming in too fast. What's going on with you, big guy? We missed you last week. I know. i just been putting in a lot of hours. Quit putting in hours. I know. What are you doing with all these hours? Uh, just doing some training, yeah. Just training? Yeah, training... Um, just moving things around, and I'm just uh, I'm growing at this job. So it sounds miserable. Yeah, I look for <laughs> it's a not. Jo- I don't want to grow at a job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to I want to grow outside the job. I don't want to grow in the job because <laughs> right. then that means all I'm doing is taking on more responsibility, and that's not something I'm into, buddy. I don't no? want to do that. I want the least amount of responsibility. It, it seems to be a flaw of mine. I like to. Just take on everything. Really, it's a flaw of mine. <laughs> uh, th- we're getting into my personal flaws now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God damn it. Monica is not here, buddy. Uh, she posted a, a picture of herself in the hospital recently. Yeah, what's up with that? She's fine, from what I understand. She's out of the hospital. It's the goddamn uh, diverticulitis. I know. Whatever the shit with her uh, lower intestines and her bizarro diet that she's on. The lack of bacon. I'm t- Eat a goddamn burger, would mm-hmm. you? Would you eat a burger, Monica? Yeah. No. <laughs> I want fried celery and uh, a head of lettuce is yeah. what she tells me. <laughs> well, now you're back in the hospital, you crazy bitch. Right? I believe they found like a tree root system in her lower intestine. It's very possible. She's probably grown a vegetarian tree or something. It's Who a regir- vegetarian tree is what it is. <laughs> yeah. What is she up to, man? I, I can't handle it. Dude, I had a uh, cleaning experience at my house. May I fill you in? Yes. So we have a puppy, right? We got mm-hmm. a puppy. Right before the whole corona crap hit, we bought a puppy because, uh, well, I mean, we adopted a puppy because we had to put our old uh, our old dog down, and we were worried about the other dog. I heard that, like, you know, if you have two dogs and then one of them dies, yeah. the other one's going to die pretty soon unless you can fill that void right quick. Right. So that's what we, we went and got a puppy. Uh, now, my daughter is two years old, and it is a constant battle to get her to eat her dinner. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's an uphill fucking struggle with that one. Eat your goddamn dinner. We'll make her whatever she wants. Yeah. Right now, the flavor of the month is chicken nuggets. Oh, really? Yeah. She loves chicken nuggets. It's great. Costco's? Dino uh, nuggets? Yeah, yeah, if we can. They're gross. Have you ever tried one? They're disgusting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She loves them. Uh, but uh, my wife has the kitchen torn apart, so we've been eating dinner in the living room. 
all of a sudden, she's slamming chicken nuggets like they're going out of style, right? Hmm. Like, she is tearing up the chicken nuggets. Wow. Like, done in like three, four minutes flat. We'll make her eight, ten, twelve of them. Eats them all up, no problem. Yesterday, I'm cleaning the house and mm-hmm. vacuuming the carpet. I moved the coffee table for oh, two no. seconds. The, the puppy zeroes in on one spot on the couch. Like, pawing, trying to get her face into the, the spot on the couch. Can't, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, not barking, but she's like feverishly trying to get her nose into the couch. Yeah. I peel back the couch cushions. There's about 35 uh, chicken nuggets oh. stuffed between the cushions of the couch. <laughs> it's that nose. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So my daughter this whole time has been shoving uh, chicken nuggets in between couch cushions. <laughs> and we're thinking she's doing such a great job of eating. There's like a goddamn salad bar in the cu- in my couch. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's gross, man. They're all like gray and green and stuff. So disgusting. How we didn't smell these motherfuckers oh, to begin with. Man. It's gross, dude. So that's that's been my uh, quarantine adventure for you there, buddy. Mm, gnarly. You ready to get into a real horror show? Yeah, let's do it. We got horror news. We got some listener mail coming at us. How about we kick it off with a little horror news, amigo? Oh, yeah. Horror news. All right, go ahead. All right, I don't know if you're ready for this. Uh, Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. All right, so three creatures from Shudder's Creepshow get their own Funko toys this summer. Okay. (laughs) What do you? uh, Let me guess. I'm going to say Bob. Is Bob one of them? Or uh, what the fuck? The 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 thing that was a finger and then it grew up. Um, Remember that? Yeah. Was um, that one of it? No. Okay, never mind. Uh, the genie from The Man in the Suitcase. Okay. Yeah. Scarecrow from The Companion. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. What's number three? Um, looking. Oh, the Ritual. Oh, no, they were... Proje- these two segments? That would be a cool Funko. The oh, hell yeah. The Ritual. Would. That'd be like a, a whole... That, you need like a suitcase for that one. Huh. Weird. There's three, but it only... It only says, gives you two. It, it only gives me two, but oh, there's three. No, it's the creep, the the creeper, the the main guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think he's called the creeper, actually. Huh. So yeah, that's getting ready to come out in May. Funko Ween is what they're calling it. Week long cool. Funko Ween in May celebration that kicked off Monday runs through this Friday. Excellent. Yes, I'm into it. Uh, yeah, you can go online and pre-order. I'm not going to do it, but I liked it. They're going to do that. <laughs> Sony Sony goes out all with limited edition The Last of Us Part Two PS4 Pro. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, limited edition, of course. Did you ever play The Last of Us? No. I have an Xbox. I don't think they have that on Xbox. It is very um, story-driven. And by that, I mean you're going to do minimal... Uh, Actual gameplay, and you're going to watch a shit ton of cutscenes. Oh, really? Uh, great story. Yeah. I like it. Post-apocalyptic, uh, weird plague. Mm-hmm. Turns people into pseudo-zombies in a weird way. But, you know, that's... It's, it's depressing. I can tell you that. Oh, okay. Depressing as shit. <laughs> so, there's that. If, you, if that's <laughs> what you're that. into. Uh, Funko conjures up pop vinyl toys of all four characters from the craft this summer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Downs, Sarah Bailey, Bonnie, and Rochelle. 
Very cool. Yeah, you can pre-order today's uh, pre-order the toys today. Not going to And do that. they expected it. <laughs> expected out in June. All right. You know, I mean, I know some uh, <laughs> very maladjusted young ladies that are going to be all over those, mm-hmm. those fucking things. Funko's upcoming wave of Zombieland toys. You are Funko heavy. <laughs> Fuck. All right. <laughs> Include two different Bill Murray cameo toys. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's what they look oh, like. Oh, let's see them. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I prefer short hair, Bill Murray. Bert, yeah, me too. Bill uh, The standard version features a wig with a uh, Chase variant without the wig. And that uh, same thing comes out, pre-order it today, and it comes out August 20th. Excellent. August this year. Very cool. And Horror Anthoth- Anthology's sequel, 1031 Part 2, introduces five new tales of terror. So I guess this is a sequel. I don't even remember the first one either. I don't but. either. I'm curious though. I think I might. It's called 1031. Yeah, 1031. It's a low. Well, this one is a low budget Halloween themed horror anthology. 1031 has unleashed a sequel with part two, offering up five brand new tales of all Hallows Eve terror. Okay. Yeah. I like I like a I like a Halloween anthology. They've not disappointed <clears throat> recently. Tales of Halloween. It was great. Yeah. Uh, All Hallows Eve 1 and 2, which was the first appearance of Art the Clown. Mm-hmm. Those weren't too bad. Um, you know, you could do worse. Oh, yeah. I'll, I might have to check out the 1031. Yeah, it says check out trailer below. This is uh, on Bloody Disgusting. And grab the Blu-ray or VHS through Scream Team releasing. I don't want to see it till I see the first one. Yeah, same here. Got to check Put it all together. First. Yeah, you know. Funko announces 10 inch oh, motherfucker. <laughs> 10-inch Chucky toy at a 13-day Halloween advent counter filled with horror icons. <laughs> There's a uh, 13-day spooky countdown advent counter, which like counts that. down to the spookiest day of the year with a different horror icon hiding in every box. This Halloween countdown counter contains 13 pocket POP figures from your favorite horror franchise, including The Exorcist and A Nightmare on Elm Street. I like that, but can we say whether or not we're going to fucking have Halloween this year? I know, right? That's what's going to piss me off. If they if they say no trick or treating, I'm, I'm well, well. Everybody's wearing a mask. Okay, so just say yeah, everybody can go trick or treating, but you have to wear some type of mask. Well, yeah, I guess, but I mean, oh, be fuck, a lo- be a lot of zombies and patients. And- everybody, yeah, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, man. I just. Don't don't fuck with Halloween, please. I know. I hope not. It's going to piss me off. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. What do you got? Hey, are you ready for all three seasons of Hannibal? Hell to yeah. Netflix? Hell yeah. Did you ever watch that show? I watched about half the first season. That's about it. That's all you got? Yeah. I haven't watched any of it. <laughs> uh, I've heard great things about it. Oh, though. yeah. Mads Mikkelsen. I hear he's a, a sexy devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will have to check that out at some point when I fucking can... Uh, actually use the TVs in my house. Yeah. Because right now I can't because they're all populated with PJ Masks, Paw Patrol, um, Miraculous, um, and any other goddamn thing you can find on Netflix Kids. Right. Mother- I didn't realize... I thought there was more than three seasons, though. It seemed like it went on forever. I don't, I don't, think, it, I think, it, I don't think it went past uh, three seasons, huh. which is too bad. Yeah. You yeah. know, it falls into that weird... There was like a weird subcategory there of... Uh, cool movie franchises that got picked up into weird TV shows. Mm-hmm. You had Bates Motel, yep. Hannibal, uh, Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rosemary's Baby had a season for a second. Wow, uh, it was weird. It was a, like a it was like a, a five to six year span where horror movies becoming bizarro TV shows was the the, the craze. Yeah, 
None of them lasted that long, unfortunately. Uh, speaking of uh, Bizarro uh, franchises, David Arquette confirmed for another Scream movie. Whoa. Um, okay, Scream 4, not very good. No. So, <laughs> I don't... Wes Craven is dead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I would love to get his input or have him as some kind of... I, I can tell you that this one is going to be directed by the same people that made... Um, um, uh, the fucking hide and seek movie. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty good show. Yeah. Um, who else we got stars in this? Uh, right now, Nev Campbell in talks. Oh, to rejoin the cast. Nothing confirmed yet. So it'd be like a reunion. It could be. Scream. It could be. I don't know, man. Twenty years later. I don't know. I, I whatever. Hmm. Uh, the CW has renewed two sentence horror stories. Cool. I've not seen an episode of that yet. Have you? Mm-mm. Me neither. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Check it out. Have you seen that new Black Christmas movie? No. It is god awful. It is bad on so many levels. And I'm not just saying that because it's a remake. And I found it to be in certain ways disrespectful. Not only to the original, but to the 2009 remake, which was also god-awful. But this one makes the 2009 version look pretty good. Oh, wow. This is a really bad movie. And it's so bad they're making a sequel? Uh, it's so bad <laughs> that the director, Sophia Tikal, is going to direct Netflix's Where I End, which is a sci-fi uh, post-apocalyptic situation. Uh, you lost me at sci-fi. I'm okay with that. Uh there's a lot of post-apocalyptic movies out there. Here's here's the problem that I have. There is, and especially now with this Corona horse shit, they're mm-hmm. really ramping it up. But here's the problem that I have with Sophia Tikal, and I don't know if this was her fault or um, the writer's fault, but they got so wrapped up in making this anti-patriarchal uh, statement in mm-hmm. this Black Christmas movie that I feel like they completely lost sight of making a movie. Oh, yeah. They telegraphed the ending. Acting was horrible. Uh, the plot line was full of holes. You, you, from 35 seconds into the movie, you knew exactly where it was going. It uh, has little to zero to do with the original. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen interviews with Sophia Tikal, and she doesn't like guys, which is fine. I get that. You mm-hmm. don't have to like guys. And I mean that like in the hatred sense of the word. Oh. Not like in the, you know, I prefer chicks, but in the actual... If you have a penis, you should probably be chopped up and thrown into a wood chipper. Oh. uh, Sense of the word. Wow. And that's fine. I get that. But the the Black Christmas was so heavy-handed with it that I felt like, really, they could have just put up a big sign that says, Men suck, and that could have been the whole movie. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because really, I mean, it was... uh, They... like there's reports of people in the, on the East Coast that got to go to the premiere of this, mm-hmm. getting so angry that they actually got up and punched the screen at the theater. Wow! Because that's how much they didn't like they they hated the movie. Damn. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. And that notwithstanding, she is going to be directing uh, Where I End. So I expect okay. that to be another "I hate men" statement, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to skip that one altogether. <laughs> Sorry for that, Sophia Tikal. Uh, we've actually seen, huh. oddly enough, oddly enough, we have seen Sophia Tikal's boobies. She has bared her breasts in a horror film. Hmm. VHS. You've seen it? Oh, you yeah. loved it? Yeah. She was, uh, she played the, um, um, 
first she was the lesbian chick that uh, Joe Swanberg's um, he gets killed by her weirdo roadie uh, lover mm-hmm. in the the hitchhiking situation. Yeah, and then later on in the uh, uh, Skype uh, alien abduction situation, she's the one that takes her shirt off. Oh wow! Yeah. So how how weird is that? That I think she got she got uh, the film industry. Maybe there was like a Weinstein situation Maybe. that went on with her, and now she just wants to kill all men, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't blame her for that, but that's not my fault as the viewer. All right. So if you're just going to make men-hating films, then by all means, go ahead. Just don't expect me to support it. Right. Because I've never raped anybody that I am going to fess up to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you maniacs. That's all we got on the horror news. How about some listener mail, young man? Oh, yeah. Speaking of ear rape... Listener mail. Mm-hmm. We have a email here. Comes to us from our brand new Patreon subscriber, Lonely Bob. Hey. Subject line. June picks. So Kevin in Japan is now in charge of June. All right. He's got some picks for us. Hey, Padded Room crew. For June, I'd like to make it archive.org slash public domain month. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh. In this time of COVID, we all could use some free streaming slash download movie options, and archive.org provides exactly that. I feel where you're coming from. I get that. My picks in order are below. If you already covered one of these, you can substitute with your own public domain pick. Last Man on Earth from 1964, starring Vincent Price. Wow. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Panic in the Streets from 1950. When a dead body is found on the beach to be positive for plague, health, and for the plague, health and police must work together to find the last people to have come in contact with the man before he died. Great example of the challenges involved in contact tracing timely in these COVID-19 times. Mm-hmm. The Ape from 1940. Oh, goodness. Borla, Boris, Borlas. Boris, 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 it Conquered the World from 1956, directed by Roger Corman. Wow. And The Thing from Another World. Monica's going to love that. Mm-hmm. The 1951 original film version of The Thing, which John Carpenter later remade in his 1982 film. Also, if five is too many, feel free to drop the ape as it's the weakest of these films, in my opinion. Kevin at Lonely Bob. All right. Thanks so much, Kevin. Beautiful. Thanks for writing in there, Kev. And that was all we had on the listener mail front, amigo. All right. Uh, as usual, the mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275 or get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Uh, buddy, we yeah. are about to jump into the first ever all kaiju uh, season of the Terror Dome. Are you ready for this? Am I? Are you? Yeah. You are ready? Yeah. Are you sure? I think Do you have so. a kaiju monster picked out? Uh, I do, but I, I got to pick last. Right. And to be honest with you, I let my son pick for me, so I don't expect to go very far. But he's got his... He's got a kaiju guy locked in. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I've seen... the. There's only one movie that this individual has appeared in, mm-hmm. and it's been... In, he, I've had to watch it like 12 times. Easily, <laughs> easily, loves the shit out of this movie, wow. which is bizarre to me because it's subtitled, and uh, 
he, you know, he reads at a kindergarten level. Is there a lot of colors in it? There is. Yeah, oh. a lot of weird, weird uh, monster situations. Not, he doesn't always fight this guy. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes he just talks to the other monster. Oh, tells him to move on. <laughs> Sometimes they do. Sometimes they oh, sorry. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird movie. Uh, think about that, inmates. Get me your kaiju picks by uh, June 1st. We are going to jump okay. into the first ever kaiju season of the Terror Dome. I think it's going to be hot. I think yeah. it's going to be hot action, boys and girls. In the meantime, we have to go live on the Psycho Bunny Death Cult for Cruel Peter. Yeah. Cruel Peter. Cruel. The cruelest of the Peters. You're a mean one, Mr. Mr. Peter. <laughs> My uncle never met anyone as mean as Peter. He enjoyed hurting others, and he did it without fearing to be punished. His mother always protected him. Peter had to be stopped. There's a restoration job going in Italy. You can show the world that you can still run a site. Here is cruel Peter Hoffman. See, a horrid and wicked boy was he. That's right, inmates. We are talking about Cruel Peter from 2019. This one got 3.9 stars. 3.9. On IMDb, which is, hmm. I feel, a bit... Low. Conservative. It could be... A, you know, it's a bit... It's, it's a little low, I feel like. Yeah. This one's written and directed by Christian Bisqueglia. Stars Angelica Alizueria, Antonio Arrigo, and Aaron Brennan. So, Connor's... Getting horny right now. Okay. Well, <laughs> Connor, Connor, if you want to send some pics to my to the padded room page, we're happy to review them, and we can. Uh, I don't know. I will definitely check those out. But we're going to need some pics, Monica. You should be with the boys. Lol. I agree. Connor, yes, she should be with the boys. Yeah. This Hospital is what happens. And all. This is what happens when we're left unattended, Connor. Right. We're talking about cruel Peter. So. Uh, this one is, um, this one feels very much like a Bloomhouse movie. 
Uh, we have some heavy shadows. That, it's got a budget behind it. I'll give it that. Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a typical ghost story, and there's not not a whole lot we haven't seen already here. But we'll get into that. A little gloomy. It's very gloomy, but rightfully so because the atmosphere and the setting of the picture, I feel, kind of formats that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off actually in 1908, somewhere on the Italian coast. Yeah. Now. There is a very wealthy English landowner there uh, that owns an estate in Italy. And um, single mother, very wealthy, has a son, Peter, who's a bit of a fucking cocksucker. That, and you, I tell you what, you know he's a cocksucker because he's wearing a shirt that has that doily collar on it. What's up, no, Orlando? Nobody wears that shit, even in 1908, unless you're some kind of a piece of, sh- of self-entitled... He said he's, uh, he's doing a trend. That's what he's doing. He's setting a trend. He's a piece of shit is what he is. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to hammer that point home right off the bat because one of the servant girls rolls up in the, onto the scene and she's got mm-hmm. a big gash on her face. And she's like, hey, fucking, uh, what is he, 11, 10, probably, 10 or 11? 10 or 11-year-old yeah. Peter uh, sliced my fucking... Oh, they, they said he was 12. 12, he's 12-year-old. 12 12-year-old yeah. Peter sliced my fucking face open with a razor. Not very nice. So uh, the rest of the servants bring her in, and then they talk to mom, and they're like, hey, man, Peter cut this girl's face with a fucking razor. And she's like, Peter, what do you say about that? And she's like, he's like, well, she's a liar. Yeah. I didn't do that. And mom's like, okay, well, there you have it. She's a liar. Get her off my property. And uh, Peter, go on about your business. Darian is a cocksucker. Wow. Wow. Wow, <laughs> Connor. Really? We're going to go. We're, we're going to jump right into that, huh? Okay. Well, whatever, man. I don't care. I don't care. I don't even care what you think about me. I'm going to keep going. So that fucking sucks. This kid is a piece of shit, Okay. Uh, we get that right off the bat, and then later on, mom comes at Peter, and she's like, dude, you know you cut that girl's face open. Give me the fucking razor. And he's like, no, no that was my dad's razor. And she's like, yeah, okay, all right, whatever. Yeah, And he just then. goes on about their business. It was my dad's razor. Cut to the next day. Uh, Peter has murdered one of the servant boys' dogs, i.e. Buried it alive yeah. and stuck it in the, the cemetery there on the, the estate. Uh, I see the, you found your dog. Yeah, what a fucking wow. fuck face. Now, okay, this kid's a piece of shit. I'll give you that. But the fact that he's like so pretty, you know what I'm saying? And he's like so prim and proper with his little doily outfit mm-hmm. and his haircut just makes me want to fucking kick this kid in the chops that much more. Oh, man, right? Regardless... Kills the dog. Uh, the servant boy, Antonio, rolls up and he's like, Hey, I found my dog, you piece of shit. You fucking buried him alive. And he's like, It's not my fault. It's your fault. You didn't find your dog. All this as he's torturing a rat. Yeah, as he's lighting a, a rat on fire. Yeah. So Antonio's like, Fuck you. And he's like, You lay one hand on me and my mom is going to have you thrown right off the estate and your family will starve. Yeah, so what kind of place is this? Is this like an orphanage? Okay, or? no, I can explain. So it's an estate... It's an English estate on the uh, Italian coast. Okay. So basically, all the land is owned by this wealthy landowner from England. Uh. And we'll get into the whole backstory of Peter and what a piece of shit he is later. But that's where that's where the story picks up. Because Peter, um, Peter's, well, we'll get into this later, but Peter's dad has passed away, left his mom with a lot of money, and thus mom owns a lot of Italian land. Uh, mom is from England, and thus... 
Peter's kind of English-born there in Italy. Okay. So there's how that works. Uh, that being said, uh, Antonio rolls up. He's like, you murdered my fucking dog, you cocksucker. And then Peter's like, go ahead, punch me. My mom will have you thrown off yeah. the estate and your family will starve out there. <laughs> so Antonio's little brother's like, dude, 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 dude. Cool it. We can't, mm-hmm. we can't be can't doing this. this. So they kind of cool Antonio off for a second. Later on that night, Antonio gets even more steamed. He has like a nightmare about his dog. So he's like, I'm going to fucking show that Peter what a piece of shit he is. Mm-hmm. Now, I think, and I could be wrong about this, that the original plan was just to scare Peter. But the more Antonio kind of stewed over it, the more he kind of got himself worked up. So Peter's laying in bed that night, being the psychopath that he is. Uh, mm-hmm. starts getting rocks, little pebbles thrown at his window. So he peeps outside and he's like, oh, it's that fucker Antonio. He thinks he's going to scare me. Alfredo. It yes. was Alfredo. Alfredo. So he's like, I'm going to get that fucking Alfredo. He goes out and starts walking around the estate, which is basically like a big wilderness type of a thing. Yeah. He's like, come on, Alfredo. He's got a straight razor on He's like, come on, Alfredo. I know it's you. You, you piece of shit. You think you're going to scare me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's walking down the trail, and he comes to uh, what I can only describe as his own headstone, yeah, like carved headstone. in wood. And it says, here lies cruel Peter. What a piece of shit this guy was. Killed my dog. Killed my dog. And then Peter's like, oh, real clever, Alfredo. And then Alfredo pops out from the woods behind him and knocks him out with a shovel. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, good. Fuck this guy. Right. And uh, that's kind of, from there, we're going to jump right into modern day. And we're going to revisit that storyline, but not for a while. So now we're going to cut to modern-day London, where we have an archaeologist, and he is working tirelessly at the University of London, I guess, um, as an archaeologist. I didn't particularly care for this dude. No. Uh, He just had a very coffee commercial look about him. Yeah. To me, like he... uh, I don't know, man. He was just a little too handsome. I feel mm-hmm. like what I don't. I don't know. What does an archaeologist look like? Was I was I thinking it would be more like an Indiana Jones type, or maybe I don't know. It I didn't fe- fit him at all. I feel like a modern day archaeologist is more like a fat dude sitting behind a computer. Because I feel. I mean, what what? Well, maybe it well, defi- there's that type, but there's I mean, also the one who actually does the field work. Well, yeah, I get that too, but I don't think it looks like this dude. No. I feel like it's like a stinky guy. Yeah, you know, some kind of a homeless-looking like, individual. I just got done. You, I just got done using man squatch body soap. I'm the archaeologist that's going to go out there and look for this stuff. I mean, it just didn't seem right. I dug a 12 foot ditch and I found yeah. a quarter inch piece of bone fragment that oh. may have been from the Roman Empire. <laughs> yeah. This guy's like he's got the the wavy Fabio hair yeah. in the the five o'clock shadow shadow shadow, <laughs> and he's like all you know rugged looking. He's like oh. These, uh, you know, these long hours that I put in at the archaeologist fucking... <laughs> Still makes me look cla- good. Oh, <laughs> i just been yeah. working so hard, bro. I don't yeah. even know anymore. I don't know, man. He just didn't... It's something about didn't this fit. guy. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, he's an archaeologist there with the University of London. He's got a, I would say, probably about a 16-year-old daughter, and she is uh, mute. She cannot speak. She can hear. Well, I don't think she can hear either. I think she's deaf and mute. Yeah. Well, I think being deaf kind of makes you mute. For the in, most part. In, yeah. its, in its own weird way. I don't know how that works. But um, uh, that's that's the situation. And he's a single dad, mm-hmm. which immediately makes him a heartthrob. Every young lady that he comes across throughout, throughout the duration of this movie 
instantly horny for this dude. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I get that. I mean, yeah. he's a good-looking dude and the single dad aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's fine. Um, he's on the outs with his daughter. And his daughter is in that awkward... Uh, Teenage, teenage witchcraft kind of phase where well look what he does how could she yeah be? yeah i get that he's an archaeologist so like he she's goes always around dead things it's true that's the yeah. truth and then like he goes into her room when she's not there and all he finds is like weird spirit guides and you know books on witchcraft and stuff like that and he's like hey yeah. dude what 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 are yeah. you doing here and when she was younger she liked to go roam around in the catacombs yeah and, why not and um he's doing his job sure and when you're when you're 16 and you're feeling alienated, why not go? I could, dude, I could point to dude, a number awesome. of 90s chicks that saw the craft one too many times, right. and immediately jumped into like some weird. Went to the new age section of Walden Books yeah. and thought yeah. behind the curtain. Yes, yes. Well, that that was the porno section. Oh, actually, <laughs> well, the, <yeah>. just before, <laughs> before the curtain, that, right before the. Curtain. I mean, <laughs> behind the curtain is where I went because I wanted to scope some boobies. But that's what that's what she's into, and she's like, oh. So he goes in there and he's like, dude, what is all this spirit spiritual? Uh, contact the dead shit and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and she's like, "None of your business, Dad. Get the fuck out of here." Via sign language, mind you. So yes. he leaves, goes back, and has like a meeting with his superior. And the superior's like, "Dude, you need to not be an archaeologist. You need to just be a dad for a while." And that's cool. I get that. Mm-hmm. So why don't you? I got this gig set up in Italy. Uh, it's the restoration of an old cemetery. Why don't you go check that out? Take the daughter with you. Get some one-on-one time with the daughter. Kind of rebuild that relationship. I think it's going to work out beautifully. Yeah, it'd be like a kind of working vacation situation for you guys. Yeah. He's like, you know what? It's a great idea. So him and his daughter go hauling ass to Italy, and they end up on this coast where the old estate was. And we're going we're gonna to find a few things out about what happened to Cruel Peter immediately after his untimely sort of demise. Mm-hmm. So apparently... Um, Alfredo kind of pulled, and this is all via some some dialogue. Alfredo played his trick on Peter, his quote unquote trick on Peter, by knocking him out and burying him alive, the same way that Peter did to his dog. Now, I think at this point, the 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 game plan was to dig Peter up a couple days later and be like, "Hey, yeah, you see what an asshole you are? Now go fuck off." Right, but. Unfortunately, in the span of that day or two that Peter was supposed to spend in the coffin, a massive earthquake hit Italy, and it pretty much leveled everything. Oh, man. Unfortunately, Alfredo was killed in the earthquake, Mm -hmm. and thus the location of buried alive Peter was killed with him. So nobody was able to dig up buried alive Peter, which, in my opinion, was kind of a good thing because that kid was a piece of shit. Right. So now we cut to present day where uh, our archaeologist is trying to restore this centuries-old cemetery. And it is... It's very beautiful. It's got like all the statues and the sarcophaguses, sarcophagi, I suppose, and all that fun stuff. And like the overgrown weeds, it's very creepy, creepy as shit. Yeah, pretty and, cool, actually. Uh, yeah, I would, I would love to spend the night in there. I'm sure it's haunted as fuck. Oh, yeah. But uh, they're in there and they're trimming the weeds and they're dusting off the shit. And there's a groundskeeper there who's kind of giving them the stink eye. Mm-hmm. And the groundskeeper calls him over and he's like, hey, here's a, cough, here's a fucking coffin that kind of caved in. So they start poking around in there, and they find a box of toys. And they're like, what the shit is this? And then they find a picture of 
Peter's mother. And they're like, oh, look at that. Oh, this is fucking shit here. Mm-hmm. So now things are kind of getting, getting interesting. And then just as he looks up, he sees an old Italian woman dressed in black, kind of like holding her throat, like off in the distance and going, bleh, bleh, bleh. like, you know, giving like, ah, I've got a choke hair over here, you fucker. And then he looks away and then he looks back and of course she's gone. Oh, that ground scripture is a detective. No, no. The lieutenant. Div- lieutenant. No, the lieutenant comes into play oh, later. Okay. The groundskeeper was, uh, I don't think he liked uh, English people at all. He was like the big fat guy. With oh, the shovel. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like, oh, that's fucking weird. So him and his daughter go back to where they're staying, which is not that far removed from the old villa where Peter and his mother were holed up. So they're there and they're hanging. Now, let's get a little bit into the backstory of the archaeologist and his daughter. Now, his daughter clearly is very much into the occult, Mm -hmm. and she's got all these spirit books and spirit guides, and she's doing some research. And she takes a very um, fascinating approach to spirit communication. Yeah. I've never seen this done before, and I don't know if this is real or horseshit. But what she does is she takes a crystal ball, and she found this weird script via some weird old grimoire or something where she just draws all these symbols on the crystal ball and then she sets it on a stand, backlights it, and then Ouija board-esque asks the crystal ball questions and then spins it and then like projects the light through the ball onto a wall behind mm-hmm. it and somehow like the symbols will line up to form actual words. It's pretty and, cool. Yeah, it is. I don't know that that's an actual thing or not, but no, it was but trying to get that to line proportionately would really dude, be difficult. I'm, I'm. There's got to be like a geog- like a fucking equation yeah. to where like this quadrant and that is. Oh man, forget about it. But that's what happens, and she starts asking this thing questions. Now, mind you, uh, the archaeologist daughter is missing. Well, she's not missing. She's minus one mom. Okay, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get into the backstory there in a second, but. She really wants to get into contact with her mom. So yeah. she's spinning the crystal ball, backlighting there? it. Anyone there? And she's fucking mute. So she has to, instead of just Pencil being... It. Yeah, instead of just asking the crystal ball question, she has to write, spin it, write the question down real quick, and then look at the projection on the wall to find out if there's an answer. So she tries it a couple of times, gets absolutely no. nothing, keeps trying, spinning. Eventually she gets tired and goes to sleep. Now, at this point, while she's asleep, the crystal ball backlights itself, starts spinning itself, and then projects the word yes on the wall. She's asleep, mind you. Mm -hmm. Very well. That's all good. So now we're going to cut to the next day. The excavation process has occurred. Uh, The archaeologist has done some research into the history of Peter and his mother, the quote-unquote missing Peter of 1908. Okay, so Peter went missing in 1908, but... Immediately, i.e. a day or two afterward, massive earthquake. So much like, um, who was it? Um, who was the really hot chick that died? Uh, Bo Derek. Much like Bo oh, Derek. Bo when Bo Derek died, but Michael Jackson died like six hours later, everybody completely forgot who Bo Derek was. That's pretty much what happened to Cruel Peter, except he was a piece of shit. He wasn't a hot chick. So, Cruel Peter goes missing. Everybody's like, oh, where's the kid? Oh, we got a missing kid from English, English uh, royalty. And then, massive earthquake. So, all of a sudden, who gives a fuck about Cruel Peter? Well, there's a whole bunch of people that died. Yeah, everybody died, and including uh, Alfredo, who knew, actually knew the location of where Cruel Peter was buried, mind yeah. you. So, that's, that kind of sucks, but realistically, good, because fuck that kid and his mom, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. Now... 
he does all the research. He figures all this shit out. He's like, oh, I got a weird uh, uh, crypt here with some toys. I think we just found the hidden tomb of Cruel Peter. Let me send this off to the police department. Mm -hmm. So he does just that, and a lieutenant shows up, and he's like, hey, um, I don't really give a shit about a 112-year-old crime scene. So fuck off. Just kind of, it's a cemetery. It's a cemetery. There's dead guys here. Uh, You found a dead guy in a cemetery. Well done. Yeah, good job. You I don't know what leave. to tell you. It's a, he's a <laughs> dead guy in a place where dead guys are, and he's 112 years old. I don't even have any family members to contact, so why don't you just fuck off <laughs> with all of this? Because I don't want to deal with this shit. And that's pretty much what happens. So the Englishman's like, this is a fucking crime scene, dude. It's a, it's a, a missing kid from 112 years ago. ago. And uh, he's like, no, I'm not doing it. Forget it. Fuck off. Go. Yeah. Go away. Go away, you fucking Englishman. So, uh, and, but then the lieutenant just kind of walks off. And the mm-hmm. archaeologist is like, okay, well, I guess I'll just continue doing my job here. Yeah. And that's what I'll do. Now we cut to that night mm-hmm. where the archaeologist's daughter is again trying to spin the old snow globe and get a hold of uh, her dead mom on the uh, the weird projection screen there. So this time, she actually gets some replies. And it turns out, well, somebody claiming to be her mom. So she's like, oh my God, mom, I'm so happy, yay. Just as she's having this weirdo spirit conversation, the door op- blows open behind her. And she's like, ooh, that's the spirit of my dead mom trying to tell me to go. So she mm-hmm. goes hauling ass outside. Goes outside, goes out like traipsing through the woods of the estate where like there's like a weird uh, black dressed lady and she's like, I'm going to follow her because she's probably my mom, my yeah. dead mom. And uh, eventually well, she... we know better. Well, of course. Yeah. Of course. Who the fuck would do that? Let me tell you something. I'm trying to contact a dead guy on my spirit ball or Ouija board or whatever and the door suddenly opens... First, I'm going to take a big dump in my pants. Then I'm going to go uh, get in bed and hide under the covers until <laughs> with the, a flashlight. Probably with a flashlight <laughs> yeah. until the goddamn sun comes up, and that's it. That's the end. Of, uh, no, I'm not touching anything. I don't want anything to do with any of that anymore. Don't go out, light. Don't, don't go out. No, come on, come on, come on, <laughs> you motherfucker. Come on. Um, so, but naturally, she goes chasing the uh, weird black dressed lady out into the woods, and wouldn't you fucking know? She stumbles across a hot blonde lady who's like, gotcha. Yeah. And she's like, what the? Ah! Oh, it's a hot blonde. And of course, her dad was like chasing her the whole time. Like, hey, what are you running around out in the woods, you deaf lady? What are you doing out there? So now dad kind of runs into the hot blonde and he's like, hey, that is a hot blonde. So, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you know, this part is silly a little bit because mm-hmm. they're like, what are you? She's like, oh, I just like to go walking in the woods at night. You're a hot blonde. You just like to go walking out in the woods at night by yourself. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what I like to call a bit of a red flag, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Now, I'm going to have some questions about that. But uh, the 16-year-old daughter is like, she's beautiful, just like mom, i.e., I would like her to be my new mom, is what we're getting at. Now, this whole time, dad has been kind of conjuring, kindling, slash cultivating a... Um, acquaintance slash romance with the hot Italian caretaker young lady. She was hot. I like her. 
I like her. Yeah. She had the big frilly hair, and she had the classic Italian features. A little looked dark like, skin. Looked like she had a nice body underneath all that yeah. uh, uh, weird uh, archaeologist she stuff in there. She was a bit of all right. She was a bit of all right, if I do mm-hmm. say so myself. And she's, dude, you could tell she was hot for the archaeologist oh, guy. Man. Right off the bat, she's like, you should come to my aunt's house for dinner. My aunt makes a great dinner. It's great. Mm-hmm. You're going to love it. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to dig up some graves here. I can't be bothered with you, lady. All right. Well, go fuck yourself. Uh, anyway, so that's kind of weird. We get uh, the uh, the daughter back to the uh, estate there where we get, she gets to go to sleep. Now she's going to have a pretty bizarro nightmare sequence. Uh, she goes to sleep and then, well, I don't know if it was a nightmare sequence or not. It might have actually happened now that I think about it. But she starts seeing weird shadow people like in her room. So she gets up to check it out gets like thrown against a wall and then the classic cruel Peter little boy kind of crawls up on the wall and crawls over her and then she kind of goes back to bed and then the next day she wakes up and she's got like a like a scowl about her all of a sudden and she turns into a right uh, bitch bag if I do mm-hmm. say so myself. Uh, her aunt will kick your ass. I heard that about old Italian ladies. Uh, Natalie, is that mm. they will they will rough you up, and uh, yeah. as we'll see in this movie, that could be factual. They'll cuss you out in the nicest way. You take a single burger and nine more patties. What the fuck? Oh, they're talking about the, the uh, regular or the murder burger. The, yeah, they're talking about the T Rex burger. The T Rex murder, murder burger. I don't know that I can handle that many patties. I think the murder burger has jalapenos. I think I'll eat it. I'll try it. Bring send it to me. I dude, you know what I ordered. Mm. Uh, strom scrumming, which is supposed to be the stinkiest fish uh, that you can get in a can. Oh, yeah, we're gonna do it. We're doing it. <laughs> it's not gonna be here till June twentieth, but when it gets well, here, that's why it's gonna be stinky. It's gonna be horrible. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna eat it on the YouTube uh, page for as a padded room food yeah, challenge. Monica too. Monica won't eat it because she's vegan, but she's gonna have to sit next to us while we eat it. Which she can, I like, think wish it around her mouth and spit it. Oh, out. that's even worse. Why would you do that? <laughs> oh, it's terrible. All right, so that's pretty gnarly. So she wakes up the next morning and she's got a scowl on her face. She's like, mm. and she goes downstairs and tries to make. She makes breakfast for her dad, and her dad's like, "Hey, man, you never make breakfast for me." And she's like, "Well, fuck you then, you piece of shit!" And she takes the breakfast and throws it on the floor. No, she didn't throw it. She just like held it from him and said, "Yeah." <laughs> well, I mean, it. same thing, really. She like, throw, okay. Whoa! Let's just. Let's, let's, I don't think it was her. Well, no, of course not. It was Cruel Peter, yeah. who at that point had possessed her because when, she was a vegan. Yeah, and she, he she he did like the whole crawl over her, like yeah. I, you know, I got you now. Yeah. So that's Your pretty gnarly. Yeah, and well, that's Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. But <laughs> at the same at the same time, we we know what's going on because right. we're horror fans and mm-hmm. we've seen this shit before. So she wakes up and she turned into a real fucking bitch bag. So now she's being a real uh, burnt the bacon. A real see you next Tuesday <laughs> to her dad for no apparent reason. Her dad's like, "Well, yeah, yeah, I was glad that you made me breakfast. You just didn't give me a well. What the fuck is this?" And then she goes hauling ass. All right, is that the Russian canned fish stuff that smells so bad? I believe it's Norwegian, Natalie, but I could be wrong. It's, it's supposed to be like the stinkiest fucking thing ever. It's going to be here on the twentieth, and me and Buddy are going to eat it. We're going to make Monica at least smell it. I won't make her eat it because she's a vegan, but she can at least smell it and join in the anxiety of it, if nothing else. Uh, regardless, 
So now we cut back to Peter, or not Peter, uh, the archaeologist who's trying to like get into this shit. Uh, he goes out on a date with the Italian young lady who is screaming hot, by the way. And we're going to get a little bit uh, backstory about the daughter and what's going on here with these two. So, um, make a long story short, he was uh, he was like a, 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 a burgeoning archaeologist and he discovered this uh, rare mummy or like a Roman sarcophagus and he was all excited about it. So he had a big celebration at his laboratory. Everybody got hammered. Sent his wife and his daughter home. He knew that his wife had been drinking, but he wanted he couldn't wait till the next day. He wanted to start the restoration process. And in on their way home, of course, mom being drunk, uh, drove him off a bridge and killed mom. And now the daughter is some kind of a mute. So that fucking sucks. Yeah, what a guilt to carry on that one. Yeah, but I think we're laying it on a little thick with this archaeologist, right? Yeah. I feel like uh, he could have gotten laid easily just being a single dad. Mm-hmm. And now he's we're double scooping it, making him this sympathetic character. It's fine. I get it. I get all that. Uh, now we're going to cut back to uh, the daughter, who is... If we haven't figured it out already, I'm going to go ahead and spell it out for you. She's possessed by cruel Peter. Uh Dad comes home from his date with the uh, hot little uh, Italian lady. Daughter's gone. We don't even know where she is. Uh, he's like, what the fuck is going on here? He goes walking out in the woods. He's, we see the daughter and the hot blonde from earlier doing like a weird pixie dance in the woods in the middle of the night. And they're like, what? He's like, hey, what, that's, what, are, you, what are you guys doing out here? And the hot blonde is like, oh, I saw your daughter. I went out from one of, one of my late night walks in the woods and I saw your daughter out here. I thought I would just chase her and now we're doing a pixie dance I th- we're, we're, we're having fun with it so he's like oh that's great yeah love it mm-hmm. uh get your ass back in the house by the way you crazy lady and you move it along with your hot self yeah so that's what happens from the, everything is kind of culminating here because the daughter is getting more and more unru- unruly she's being more of a bitch bag smashing shit breaking stuff all over the house we, we know that she's possessed the dad hasn't quite figured it out yet now at one point, the Italian comes back to the house, and she's like sorting things out. She's going to stay with the uh, uh, the daughter while the dad goes out and tries to restore the cemetery a little bit. Uh, while that's going on, some really gnarly shit goes down. Like the daughter tries to kill the hot Italian chick. The hot Italian chick is like, dude, hey, hey, I'm an old Catholic type of uh, hot Italian chick. This right here, this what this is what we call a case of possession. That's the bad news. Mm-hmm. The good news is that my aunt is a mystic minority, and thus she knows exactly how to deal with this. Now, us horror fans are well familiar with the concept oh, yeah. of the mystic minority. What you do is you take a minority person, uh, black, Hispanic, Native American, uh, Asian, in this case Italian, and you stick them in a horror movie, and you take whatever background they have, and you, you basically formulate your answers off of that. Right. Um, Dawn of the Dead, we had, uh, what's his name there? Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad. Peter. Was, Peter. <laughs> his dad was a Macumba priest, and when he said there was no more room in hell. Um, Poltergeist 2, Taylor, the Native American, suddenly he has all the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, we can go on in every... Uh, uh, what, um, Paranormal Activity. Which is probably the most blatant use of this. The uh, Hispanic housekeeper. Suddenly, 
is going to uh, burn some uh, sage and stuff and fix mm-hmm. all the problems. Come on, man. Mystic minority at its finest. Regardless, uh, in this case, she's an Italian old woman. And she, because she's an Italian old woman, immediately knows how to exercise these demons. So we're going to bring uh, the daughter to... Now, mind you, this is without dad's consent. Right. We're going to bring the daughter to the uh, Italian aunt, and she's going to exercise the demons. So they do just that. Uh, the daughter gets a little unruly. We get a pretty cool little combat sequence here where um, the aunt is kind of like... She's acting like she's knocked out, and the hot younger... Uh, uh, niece is running around. Oh my God, what happened? While the uh, daughter is like spider walking across the walls and getting up into weird impossible ledges. Yeah. That part is pretty cool. Uh-huh. And then she drops down and she... Slowly yeah, comes down. That was pretty does cool. like a spider drop on him. And then she's like, yeah, I'm going to get you. But then the end... Her by her throat. Yeah. And... Oddly enough, uh, Hot Italian is very docile during the throat pickup yeah. situation. She I'm literally she... just stands here and goes, Aah! Yeah, I thought she'd like have like something like Dude, water or something. Dude, at least like grab a wrist, you know, throw a punch or something. Yeah. She literally just goes, took it. Like, she just took it. Like, <laughs> just, like, that's it. Like, yeah. okay, go ahead and choke me to death, <laughs> yeah. please. I don't know what her I, legs weren't even kicking or nope, nothing. Nothing. Just <laughs> flatline. Go ahead. Choke the piss out of me. Shock. That's what it was. Uh, totally. Yeah, totally. Uh but then Italian aunt pops up and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna put the fucking holy ghost on you and we're gonna get this shit sorted out. So she basically knocks down uh the daughter and then they get her into the bed and strap her down and they start doing a classic Italian Catholic, I think, exorcism on the daughter. Mm-hmm. Dad shows up about halfway through this. He's like, what the fuck are you people mm-hmm. doing with my daughter? Yeah, what the she's, shit is this? She's all pale. You got her in bed. for. I asked you to watch her for a couple hours. You put her in bed. She's pale as shit. She's Tied down. terrified. Oh. <laughs> probably thinks you guys are going to penetrate her with something, which is not, by the way, uh, that far of a uh, reach. And you know, what the fuck is, what are you doing? I'm going to get my daughter out of here. And they're like, dude, 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 dude. Dude, I'm taking my daughter and going away. I know, I know this looks a little strange, but I just need you to fucking hang out for a few minutes, okay? Hear us out. Your daughter, possessed by cruel Peter, being a real bitch bag, attacked my aunt, okay? Almost attacked me, but my aunt was did like an ambush move on her, last second, all Shaolin style. And now we need <laughs> to get cruel Peter out of your daughter, is what we need to do. Dad's like... Whoa, you people are nutsos. Go fuck yourselves. I'm taking my daughter the fuck out of here. We're going back to London tomorrow, and I don't want nothing to do with any of this horse shit. I'm sorry you're very hot. I would have liked to have uh, fondled you or something, but we no, no, not after you did what you did with my daughter. No way. So he ta- puts the daughter in the car, goes hauling ass back to where he lives. Now, gets back there, and he's thinking, okay, all right, we're going to go. I'm going to get you out of here, babe. I'm sorry about all this fucking nonsense. We're going to be back in London. Everything's going to be 100% cool later. Fucking lights start flickering. When is that a good thing? And he's like, what? Wait, hey, what is going on here? He goes in to check on his daughter, sees her reflection in the mirror. She's like jumping from cruel Peter back to the daughter. Like, hey, you look at me in the mirror and I'm cruel Peter. You look at Mm -hmm. me over here and I'm your daughter. He's like, oh, well, hey, no. Ah, whoa, what's all this shit? And then she's like up on the ledge of the balcony. 
all Italian villas, room uh, bedrooms have a balcony, I guess. And he's yeah. like, hey, don't. In don't, a Spider-Man position. Don't you fucking jump off that balcony. I'll kick the shit out of you. And then she jumps off and goes running off into the woods. So he's like, oh, for f- what the fuck is this now? This is not teenage angst. She's right? either on meth or uh, those old Italian broads uh, were on to something. Mm-hmm. So he goes taking off after her. Big chase through the woods. There's like this weirdo old tree out in the woods with an exposed root system. Has something to do with something. Uh, I don't know exactly what, but they keep going back to the old tree. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and they he's never like, explain it. No, and he's like, hey, I think I see her in this root system here. Pretty soon, he starts seeing the old broad in the black, uh, black dress, and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? Are you, just, uh, are you my daughter? And starts following her. Now follows her them all the way back to the old villa. Now, mind you. I was at up to this point in the in the movie. I was under the impression that they were actually living in the old villa where Black or Cruel Peter and his uh, mom lived. Right. Not so much the case. It's actually a completely separate building. But mm. goes back there and he's like, "Hey, uh, anybody seen like a crazy feral deaf sixteen year old, <laughs> kind of hot, probably wearing some pajamas?" Starts running around the villa trying to find her. Old guy shows up with a shotgun. He's like, you motherfucker, what are you doing here? You're trespassing. Yeah, actually you did. Where's my fucking (laughs) daughter? So that's where we get the whole rundown of what's going on. And now we're going to bring the the archaeologist up to speed with the history of Cruel Peter, the mother, uh, what a fuckface he was. And the old guy with the shotgun is actually the great nephew of Alfredo. Yeah. Alfredo died in the, um, the the quake, but the brother made it, and he was the old guy's grandfather. So that's great, all well and good. Okay, so yeah. now the, the archaeologist is like, oh, Jesus, fuck. You're telling me, and I'm quite possibly on board with this, that my daughter is now possessed by cruel Peter. And the old guy's like, well, I don't know anything about that. But if you're talking to what's her name's aunt over there and she says so, then she's like the authority around these parts. You mm-hmm. should probably listen to her. He's like, okay. All right. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. So he goes back to his house where his daughter is waiting for him with the hot blonde from the woods. The hot blonde is like, dude. Saw your daughter out in the woods, thought I'd bring her back to you. She's uh, acting a little fruity, and that kind of sucks. Can I come in? Can I come in? Now, the hot Italian and her aunt were there waiting for him to show up because they need to get to the bottom of this cruel Peter horse shit also. So the hot Italian and the aunt is like, whoa. Slammed the door on her face. That is cruel Peter's mother, motherfucker. I recognize you from the photographs. Mm -hmm. No. You cruel bitch, you cannot come in here, slams the door on her face. So now they're like, okay, we're going to continue the exorcism on, on your daughter because, you know, we got to get cruel Peter out of her. We got to, in the meantime, keep uh, cruel Peter's mother, who we just found out via flashback is actually a witch. Oh. And there's all kinds of uh, nonsensical stuff going on there. Okay, so the backstory is basically that cruel Peter actually murdered his father so yep. that his mother With would inherit. With a razor, so that his mother would inherit the estate, which went off without a hitch, because they called his father's death a suicide. But mm-hmm. uh, his mother, being the witch, killed herself just before the earthquake and stuck like an insect into the neck incision. She cut her own throat, and that was part of some kind of a weird witchcraft situation. I don't know. 
I'm kind of at a loss at this point, but that's what we're going with. So, Italian Ant is ready to do battle with uh, Cruel Peter's mom. And she's like, you guys got to get to the cemetery, find the actual dead body of Cruel Peter, anoint his grave, and make it on consecrated ground. Don't worry about the witch, by the way. She can't follow you into the cemetery because that is actually like holy ground. So, once you get there, you'll be good to go. So they're like, okay, we're going to haul ass out of here. You buy us as much time as you can. They go screaming out of there on the car. Uh, the, the Italian grandmother opens the door and she's like, come on. Come on, you fucking bitch. Bring it on. <laughs> so Cruel Peter's mom shows up and she's like, okay, cut your fucking head off, you old lady. And that's the end of that situation. They actually make it. Shows them as they're driving. Yeah, off. they they drive by like a, like a random house, and she's standing on the doorway with the old lady's the head. Hucks it up, <laughs> lays right on their windshield. That is some gangster shit. That is some <laughs> yeah. gangster shit. Uh, they actually make it to the cemetery, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna get in there. We're gonna find uh, dead, cruel Peter. We're gonna bless his body with the you know the holy water and all that shit." And then uh, once that's done, then it'll be on consecrated ground. Mm-hmm. We can kiss this whole shitty night goodbye. Yeah, is what they're thinking. Makes so sense. Th- they get in there. Uh, the archaeologist knows. Ex- well, he theorizes exactly where Cruel Peter is buried. Gets in there, sure as shit. It's like a crypt with an underground, like drop down tomb situation. They get in there. They find the body of a twelve year old, and they're like, "There it is, motherfucker." So. Well, she, he, he spun the globe and then called out Alfredo. Oh, that's right. They went to Alfredo first. And he's yeah. like, Alfredo, where do you bury that guy? And he's like, here's the... the, and the Alfredo came boom, behind him and like grabbed his head. Boom, and he had all these flashbacks of everything. Told him exactly where, where to go, yeah. what to look for. And so that's happened. how he knew, which makes sense. Gets down there, starts throwing the holy water. The Italian broad drops the holy water, and it immediately gets swallowed up by a, a swarm of zombies. Zombies out of nowhere come out of the fucking woodwork and start fighting these two. Uh, really, they're going after the archaeologist, though. They're not too worried about the hot Italian broad because she stands up pretty much unabated and is like. It's weird. Every time they showed him, he was surrounded by him. But every time they showed her, she's there fine. Was like nobody. No, she's her. fine. She's like standing. She's like doing one of these. Oh, okay. Let's get this. Uh, let's get this going here. <laughs> yeah, she's fine. She's got time to kill. Uh, she does the whole, you know, with the holy water, puts it on the cruel Peter, and then all the zombies kind of abate. And there was like a, a like a top, like a drop down cruel Peter that was standing over the fucking uh, crypt while this was going on. He disappears. I thought that was the mother. Was it? Yeah. It might. All I saw was like a shadow. Yeah, it was the mom in that black veil outfit. Yeah, I don't know what it was. You're probably right. And then they're like, "Whoa, fuck." And then we cut to two months later where the daughter is absolutely fine. Well, actually, they go back to the villa and rescue her from this weird altar situation. She's fine. She's back in school. Uh, They're on a field trip at a museum, and she's walking around looking at the exhibits, and then she starts hearing voices of cruel Peter's mother, and then she kind of like looks up at the camera like, I'm I'm fucking cruel Peter again. (laughs) And that's pretty much the end of your movie. Yeah. What did you think of Cruel Peter, Hot Stuff? I actually liked this one. I dug it. I dug it. I thought it was uh, uh, not too bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It felt very much like a Bloomhouse movie. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. There was a budget behind this. There was some writing behind this. Um, The acting of the archaeologist could use a little work. I felt Mm -hmm. like he was basically just a face. 
But yeah. other than that, I thought it was a pretty good show. I mean, it the atmosphere was there. You got this oh, old yeah. cemetery. You got the Italian uh, villa. You got you know old school Italy going on. Um, I think you switch out the archaeologist for for uh, oh Monica's boyfriend, and it would be perfect. Which one's Monica's boyfriend? Oh, uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that you want like a big shredded guy in there. You know what I mean? I think oh, if yeah. you put like maybe a. Uh, if you if you get like a short hair Tom Hiddleston with glasses, I feel like that. You when you say yeah. when, you, when you're telling me an archaeologist, I expect a dude with bad skin. Yeah, not Fabio. Not Fabio, and that's what we got in this movie was Fabio, <laughs> a dark haired Fabio. And I do not mean I'm. I apologize in advance if it sounds like I'm shitting on this movie because I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, the suspense was definitely there. Oh yeah, atmosphere was definitely there. Yeah. Um, I hated. Uh, Peter, I want a roundhouse. This part perfect. Fucking ass. Uh, he was basically King Joffrey from King of Thrones. Um, oh yeah. Minus like the army behind him, mm-hmm. which King Joffrey had. He's still a little bitch. Um, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good show. Yeah. Monica, Monica, what did you think of this one? I think this is worth a rewatch too. I think uh, I kind of felt like they might might have been trying to jumpstart a franchise. Yeah, the way they left it at the end. I don't think it's going to happen because no. it didn't get that very good reviews and it didn't do, I mean, it had the the unfortunate disposition of being released during a pandemic. So naturally there aren't going to be any box office numbers behind it. Right. But I thought it was uh I thought it was not bad. Yeah. I thought it was not a bad show. It's definitely worth checking out. Uh Indiana Jones. You think well, I mean, if you if if you're if you're going to jump to a uh archaeologist screen type then immediately you go to indiana jones right right, clay but if you if you're really thinking about archaeologist i'm thinking like a uh malnourished looking guy pasty probably um you know somebody that doesn't look like they've had sex anytime recently probably that's just my that's just the image that i go to not this handsome hunky type of a dude my answer is what my answer is right there. Indiana Jones? You think Indiana Jones, huh, Monica? I don't know, man. Seems a bit much for me. It's not a bad show. How many skulls would you give this on the five I, skull meter? I would give this probably a 5.4. A five, a, a one out of five skulls is oh. what I'm saying. Oh, um, maybe a 3.8. I'm coming in at a solid three. Special effects were good. Um... Atmosphere was solid. Writing wasn't too bad. I like the whole backstory that mm-hmm. we got into. Um, I, I didn't care for the for the for the lead. The archaeologist dude was just a bit much. He looked like he jumped right out of a coffee commercial, or like he should have been playing acoustic guitar on a college campus in the grass wearing a headband. Yeah, that's a very specific reference. I understand that, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought it was a good show. I'm not mad at this one at all. I'm not either. Okay. There you go. I liked it. There you go, my friends. Check it out. It's on uh, Amazon. you got to rent it if you're going to go that route. It's about $4.99. I don't know. I think if you hold off for a month or two, you can probably find this on a 2B TV. Um, If you've been to Walmart recently, it's in the the Blu-ray section. Um, I don't know that it's worth a buy. 
I don't think it's worth no. a buy. It's definitely worth. It's worth five bucks. I don't know. I I, I say wait till it's streaming. That's my. Yeah. That's what I say. It's not a bad show. Like if you had to own it, like if you're a possession fan out there and want to buy every single possession movie there is, I would say wait till it's like five bucks. I would say that. It'll hit the bargain bin at Walmart. Exactly. But uh, if you catch it streaming for free, it's definitely worth checking out. Definitely. That's what I say. All right. We're going to take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff, buddy. All right. Out of mercy. Pressure. Yeah, I'm trying to put the flex in. Minds get locked. The crew them called Army from Beer is holy water. Children and run for cover. Yeah, you little fucks. Love long people. I'm now listening to some believers. Love long people. Children in my punish them. Oh, oh. Again, eh, eh. Love long people. I'm now listening to some believers. Love long people. Children in my punish them. Oh, oh. It's 
even life itself of blood that never runs dry so bodies keep well corpses that are lost in soul spots of a dimension black peter the child punisher inmates if you like what you hear head over to the padded room facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation check out the t-villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show boo yeah yeah we are back mm-hmm. buddy yeah. This is normally where we would get into another episode of the Blood Ride, but I'm afraid, my friend, the Blood Ride is over. It is. We've covered all six episodes. There was only six episodes. I know. What did you think of Blood Ride all in all? Eh, it was all right. It's fine. Yeah. You know? It's I don't I wouldn't I would expect to see more on Netflix because yes. Netflix is kind of still the wild west as far as what they can show mm-hmm. and what they can't show. They've dialed it back quite a bit. I remember uh I don't know 7 or 8 years ago Slaughtered Vomit Dolls was actually streaming on Netflix. Wow. No age gate, no <clears> nothing. <throat> you could just go on there, hit the link and looking at the thumbnail of it it actually kind of looked like a uh like a kids Family friendly kind of a thing. <laughs> oh. I mean, you see the title and you think, "Oh, fuck this!" Slaughtered vomit dolls. Yeah. Get out of here. But right? you know, you expect. A, I I expect a little bit more out of Netflix as far as pushing the envelope. Yeah. But at the same time, it's uh, it's been a weird. I guess like the last couple of years have just been kind of weird with it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of Bollywood movies showing up, a lot of weird foreign stuff showing yeah. up. Not always the best stuff. No, you know some of it has <laughs> been some of it has been downright dog shit, buddy. Mm-hmm. Remember Dar at the mall? Yeah, you chose that one. I did. <laughs> Nez almost killed me. Want <laughs> yeah. to punch me in the face over that one? <laughs> now, I don't blame him because it was a bad movie. It was. Didn't make any fucking sense. A lot of musical numbers. None of that shit worked. <laughs> so, no. uh, I'm not. All in all, I'm not mad at Blood Ride. Uh, as I've said before, it just felt very family friendly to me. It did. Yeah. As a horror fan, that's not... Like a game of Clue. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Just with like weird ironic twists. Yeah. You know, kind of like a watered-down version of Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it, but as a 41-year-old horror fan, I am look- I need a little bit more. Yes. I need somebody getting stabbed in the eyeball. All right. Do I we need- got that coming? I need some bubbies. <laughs> I-, I like the bubbies. So, and there was none in any no, of this. No, none. So, all that being said, if you if you got, uh, what, I think there were only a half hour of Yeah, there were half of like piece, 40, yeah. 40 minutes tops. If you got yourself about three hours to kill, go ahead and check out the blood ride. It's yeah. fine. Or maybe you want to uh, get your kids involved and they're good at reading because it's all... Oh, no, actually no. it was dubbed. Yeah, it was dubbed. So, yeah, you want to get your kids involved, family-friendly horror, go ahead with the blood ride. You'll love yeah. that. 
Start him out gentle. Yeah, yeah, ease him into it a little bit. Not don't do like I did with my kids. I said, "Here's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre." Have fun. (laughs) Yeah, and then Deacon's running around with his Nerf uh, chainsaw like a maniac doing the the Leatherface dance in the living room. (laughs) He's a maniac. Yeah, he's got the hair for it. Why not? As usual, inmates, get a hold of us if you want to. Tell us what you thought of Blood Ride or anything else that we've talked about tonight. Are we going to start another one? Uh, no, because we only have about two weeks before the next Terradome, oh. which is going to be all kaiju-related. Get us your picks for the next goddamn Terradome. Yeah, definitely. All kaiju monsters. So think about that. The brand new thing. Uh, it's a new thing. We're going to try yeah. it out. Uh, starting, as usual, the first weekend or the first Tuesday in June. Uh, the mental health hotline is area code seven seven five three eight seven zero two seven five, or get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom two thousand eleven at hotmail dot com. Yeah, let us know what monsters you want. There's a shit ton of them. I there was is. I was doing some research on kaiju monsters. Mm-hmm. There are just fucking volumes oh, of giant goddamn things that wreck cities and wreak havoc. Pick one, make it a good one. Don't pick the one I want though, because my son will. Not talk to me, so don't do that. Uh, in the meantime, how about a little, what are you looking at? Yeah. What are you looking at? Have you seen a movie called Manos, The Hands of Fate? No. Watch that immediately. Really? It is arguably the worst movie ever made. Oh, uh, why would I watch that? <laughs> because it's the arguably the worst movie ever made. Now, I'm not going to bore you with the details of that, but I will tell you that recently, as of 2018, a sequel was made. Now, the original came out, I believe, in 1971. Okay. Uh, sequel came out in 2018, Manos Returns. Wow. Yes. Brought some of the original cast back, even, for this motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, Now, the argument to be made for Manos the Hands of Fate is that... So so it's almost like Scream coming back. um, (laughs) Well, I don't think it was that bad. Um, Other than... What the fuck? Can someone other than me or Scarlett go check the likes on every Pattern Room podcast? Skip that. I'm going to edit that out. Uh, the thing is, is that it was that fucking bad. A lot of people make the argument that it was that bad it was good. Mm-hmm. In that weird kind of conundrum. Oh, it's so bad it's good? Yeah. Um, but it's probably so bad it's terrible. I, oh, God. I, I have like a love-hate with it. Relationship with it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. I feel like it was like... Um, in a, in a, oh, it's bad. I mean, it's bad all the way around. Mm-hmm. Writing's bad. Acting's horrible. Uh, cinematography is deplorable. Well, you know, the second one might be even better because they've had all this time to, you know, practice their acting. No, it's equally as bad. It's <laughs> okay. equally as bad. I can tell you right now. But, but it's got <laughs> all, right. all the uh, like these subtle little nuances and nods and winks towards the original. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is that you have to weigh. Like, I mean, you, you really got to gauge how you feel about the original oh, okay. before you move on to this one. Because the original was bad, sure, mm-hmm. but it was it was a movie, and right. it was made for the purpose... Somebody wrote this script and got these people together and got them believing in this project under the pretext that it was going to be 
not necessarily a good movie, but a movie. You know, it was right. going to make some money. It was going to, you know, people, so, somebody out there was going to watch it and be like, man, it wasn't that bad. And it turned out to be uh, probably the worst movie ever made. The very name, Manos, The Hands of Fate. Manos is Spanish for hands. So literally translated, it means hands, the hands of fate. Hmm. Think about that. All right. Anyway, there's a <laughs> sequel from in 2018, Manos Returns. A lot of the original cast came back. I'm surprised these motherfuckers are still alive. It's hmm. equally as bad. Um, there, if you're some kind of a completionist, if you're some kind of a Manos, the Hands of Fate, uh, arch, like archivist, <laughs> there's no continuity between right. between the two because the original ends in a certain way, and then the 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 2018 sequel picks up as if it didn't. So. There's that. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not going to bog you down with any details. Trauma War, Trauma's War from 1988. Oh, uh, Joe Bob just did an episode on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot how batshit crazy this movie was. Yeah. It is just that batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a uh, uh, like a passenger airplane that crash lands on an island mm-hmm. full of like tourists, and then they are the survivors are then forced to do battle. With a bizarro Nazi guerrilla Sandinista contingent that wow. is already inhabiting the island. Um, if you can watch the Joe Bob version of this, it's much better because he actually brought Lloyd Kaufman in to discuss the making of the movie and the, wow. the nuances thereof. I watched that and then I watched The Warp from 2013. Ooh, how was Te- that? Team of Ghost Hunters goes in to investigate a what they believe to be an abandoned facility, abandoned warehouse industrial area mm-hmm. turns out it was an mk ultra testing facility oh uh all kinds of weird shit goes on from there mm-hmm. it's only an hour long oh, it's wow. low budget as shit it's on amazon uh prime worth a watch i mean if you got an hour to kill okay. i'm not going to tell you to go out of your way to find it because it's not that great uh-huh but if you got an hour to kill and you're curious, check out the warp from 2013 okay the cover looks pretty cool uh it's worth definitely uh you know Worth checking out, hmm. I would say. Okay. So there's that. Uh, that's all I got, buddy. What'd you get to watch? A whole lot of nothing. Just been working a lot. That shit. I know. You one s- job, and I'm still working a and lot. And you're still killing yourself out there. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? All right, then. How about a little immersion therapy, if I could? Yeah. Did you get a chance to check out the goddamn uh, I See You? Immersion therapy. Yeah, baby. Mm. Uh, I see you. Did you get a chance to to watch this one? Oh yeah. Helen Hunt. Not so good. Whoa. She is not aging gracefully. Uh, there's been some surgery there. Mm-hmm. Clearly, uh, her dude. I mean. I found her attractive at one point. Oh, yeah. I did, too. But, like... And I'm not saying that she's not... I'm not saying that she's hideous right now. And like She's it, on her way. Dude, it, just look at her lower lip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's like the, the, the... It draws the eye. Because it's so... 
you can see where it like dips down where mm-hmm. somebody there was like an incision there or something and then it comes back it's so weird to see her looking like that uh, that being said not a bad show I did not see that ending coming I'll tell you that right now mm-hmm. that one caught me for a loop yeah um the 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 point where uh, Helen Hunt is cheating on her husband with Sam Merlot from True Blood. Mm-hmm. No, no, I know that. No, was, that was like come no. On. You are not. No, you are the Red Skull, my dear. You look like the Red fucking Skull from the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to tell me that you got the hunk from True Blood. I'm going to put a big fat negative on that one. Um, other than that, it wasn't a bad show, man. I like yeah. I like the twist at the end. I like the way they inter- interweave the plot with the the dad and the kid and all the angsty stuff going on there and how mm-hmm. that worked out. Uh, not a bad show all the way around. If you can get past Helen Hunt's face, which is uh, rough, it is. It is. She's very skeletal, and the surgery is uh, definitely taking its toll. I would say. Other than that, man, I say it's worth checking out. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Don't wa- if you get confused on your pirate ships or whatever it is, inmates. Don't watch uh, the one that I watched last week, which was also from 2019, where the guy stalks his girlfriend. That one is even dumber. Oh yeah. Did you watch that one too? Yeah. Oh, it's bad. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, I thought I kept waiting. I saw the the uh, the thumbnail, and I kept thinking Helen Hunt's going to show up in this goddamn thing at some point. I watched the entire fucking movie thinking something was going to happen. Uh, no, he just stalks his girlfriend and then kills her in the end, and some kind of a thrill kill thing with the other hot chick. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. All right, buddy, what do you got for us this, this week? All right, this week let's check out 2016's "The Girl with All the Gifts." It's about a scientist and a teacher living in a dystopian future embark on a journey of survival with a special young girl named Melanie. I like that one. I've seen it before. It's a good show. Uh, zombie apocalypse type of a situation. Glenn Close creeping up in there. Yeah. So there's that. Check that one out, inmates. We'll do the same right now. I got to educate you or I guess you got to educate me since Miss Monica is not present. Oh. Educating Miss Monica. I am a hot, supple, 22-year-old med student. <laughs> you wish. I wish I was. <laughs> um, I am uh, in the process of dissecting a, da- a cadaver when I notice some very bizarro symbology carved into the flesh of said cadaver and that sends me down a whole scooby-doo trip to figure out where this cadaver came from and what the fuck these markings are all about and i learn uh, actually quite a bit about myself in the process hmm there's that all right i may or may not be part of the after dark horror fest <laughs> and uh one of the taglines of this movie which I don't know if it's accurate or not, was that actual cadavers were used in the making of this movie. Really? It's quite possible. Hmm. Uh, You do not get to see my boobies in this movie, though, which was quite disappointing to me because the main actress was very attractive. 
Oh yeah, she does. She gets into a bra and panty situation at one point. Oh, but she does not. You don't get to see the full Monty. Not even a side. Nope, nope, none of that. There's like a hot makeout scene, and then that's all you get. Hmm. Think about that, inmates. I will fill you in next week with the correct answer. In the meantime, I think that's about it for us on the week, there, buddy. All right. Unless you got anything else, no. Join us next week for Catacombs. Closing out Odd Mother Month here in the Padded Room Podcast, about to roll into uh, Lonely Pop Month. Sweet. Archive.org Month. Public Domain Month, if you will. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here yeah. comes some bullshit, buddy. <laughs> Coming your way. Dude, it cannot possibly be any worse than UA Bowl Month. Or Eric Roberts Month, for that fucking yeah. matter. Those were both rough to handle. Uh-huh. Uh, that being said, inmates, for Miss Monica in absentia, Buddy, who is here, uh, actual cadavers who may or may not have been used in a movie, sequels to movies that I don't necessarily know that we needed sequels to, Funko, Advent Calendars, um, bastard fucking asswipe kids that got buried alive in 1908, and then nobody remembered where they buried them because of a massive earthquake, and... Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week.